All right, Sarah Hathaway, as the guest today, I need you to go first in the major compliment. It's the first half of our compliment sandwich. What is one nice thing that you're going to say about the, what is the series called? The Lioness series. Song of the Lioness. Song of the Lioness? Okay. Uh, well, I have to give some props to a series of books written for preteen girls that's really sex positive. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton of, like, graphic description in this but, like, there's something refreshing to me about the fact that it's just, like, tossed off that she is sexually active, but she also, like, she has a pregnancy charm. Like, she, it's, like, safe sex. Yeah, that's pretty rad. I was going to say that. I feel like she'd need to have, like, a no crabs charm as well. <laughs> there's no crabs in Tortal. <laughs> I was wondering about that, too. I was like, what about your quantum charm? Yeah. Uh, but it was nice that, like... I mean, it was with someone that she, like, trusted and that respected her and... Uh, and knew she was a woman, was, like, which nothing, is helpful. And knew she was a woman, which is always helpful, and they had helpful adjoining rooms. <laughs> yes. But it just was, like... I mean, so many books, like, make all this hand-wringing about, like, losing your virginity or choosing to become sexually active as a young girl. And I thought this was, like, pretty refreshing and that it was just, like, yep, people sleep together and it's just something that happens. It was responsible. Mm-hmm. It was... It made sense. I... I mean, I'm, I, I, I like that it was like. Wait, 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 Alex, go back was, to that. What's the version what? where it's like you can't figure out how it's happening? Where it's like, there's like, it's like, I don't know, he sticks a penis like in like a fruit over there and she's in, in some other room and like. I don't know. Maybe if they were both dinosaurs in human suits <laughs> and you had to like. A very good point. Figure out. Good point. point. It does not Chris. always make sense. You're right. Although, you know, you say that it's sex positive and I, yes. I, I, I just was not positive there was sex in it. I just. It, it was so <laughs> casual. Especially when it's your presumed male squire. Yeah, I, also, I don't like that's That's another thing. Like, although I like the sex positivity, I'm concerned about a relationship with your superior. That, is that, that I did feel a little weird about. I, I felt like like everyone kind of knew they were having yeah. sex, and then and they were like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And then they found out later, like, oh, she's a woman, too? Huh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know, out of the three guys she ultimately has relationships with in these series of books, only <gasps> one of them is relatively her peer. Right. There's, like, another warrior guy later she hooks up with, but, like, it's so it's like John, who's her same age, but he's like her boss. And then there's George, who is like way yeah. older than her, who she ends up marrying. Oh, he, also, cool, he also kisses her when she asks him not to. I'm not super comfortable with George. I know. He yeah. Jacobs her a little he bit. Jacobs just yeah. a little. Not a, not a huge, but just a little. Just a mild Jacobing. A little Jacobing. All right. <laughs> keep it moving. Ezra, major compliment. So, I, I mean, I guess this is for the compelling nature of the book. Uh, so... There was nearly a critical research failure um, uh, for myself and Chris, where where we did not read the second book. Um, right. Uh, but uh, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can do it. And um, you know, I, like always happens, I you know, I woke up to to uh, to rock uh, Caleb back to sleep at like two a.m. and it was on my iPhone, and I was like, okay, I'll listen to it. And even after Caleb was back to sleep, I finished the book. So like, uh, good for book for you know, wanting, making me want to like, I guess, trade. Sleep for you know some 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 yeah. light dusting of sex positive scenes and um, some orange auras and some chivalry. Yeah. You, <laughs> some you Cheeto auras. Gave up your <laughs> you gave up your most precious resource, right? That's like, not coming if, back. Like if you if you were a, a game, it would have a little meter about how much sleep you've mined recently, and the number would always be low. If 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 I was a game, that would have been the like, the premium like uh like as in like you would have paid like whatever like yeah I might uh, have to pay oh, have, there might that, be in app purchases purchase. yeah. yeah exactly yeah. that's what it would have been so and wow I, that's I, impressive honestly, I, don't, I don't regret it either at this point 
yet. No, I no, I I could see that you wouldn't. Uh, also, you are so pitifully low on sleep all the time. Maybe you don't realize just how precious it is. Well, that's actually that was my second part of just like um, <laughs> maybe as a as a detriment to this book, it would require like you know someone having very poor judgment skills to want to finish it in some points. Maybe. <laughs> okay. I, I'm gonna go next. Uh, my major compliment is. So it's, so it's about this little boy who wants to be a knight, but he's secretly a girl. And his name is Alan, but he goes by Alana. And I have been studying some Spanish recently mm-hmm. and trying to get back into the what? the Spanish language. Okay. Yeah, yeah, using... yeah. Out of the game so long. So much yeah, has changed. I <laughs> it's mostly the same. Uh, <laughs> well, except the way you play the game has changed. I've been using Duolingo. Are you guys familiar? Oh, yeah. Do you make the owl happy? I try to make the owl happy <laughs> so I can earn the lingo so I can dress the owl up. It's pretty great. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's, it is surprisingly fun, and it's kind of like I have a game that is Spanish. And it's... Anyway, I've been enjoying it. And one of the things I like about Spanish is that all you do to make something a girl is you make the last letter an A. So Alan becomes Alana is like a Spanish feminization. And so it's helping reinforce my lessons. <laughs> yeah, that whole A thing, man. I like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So Guy Sarah would just be Sarah. Ooh. Yeah. Or Cero. They do a lot of O's. Sarah with an H hanging out in there. (laughs) Uh, Chris, major compliment from you. Yes, sir. Well, uh, my compliment is just a short one. Uh, In the second book, uh, Alana gets a cat familiar Mm -hmm. given to her by a goddess. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm a cat fancier. I like a cat. And uh, you don't see enough of them as familiars, mostly because unlike a dog, uh, they don't follow things around uh, slavishly. And unlike a bird, they don't really perch. But this one does, and I thought it was a little awesome cat. And it turns out that after a little while, all the knights and the squires and stuff just included it on war council meetings. <laughs> and so, even you know, knowing this... it could talk. Yeah. yeah, and they knew that it was more intelligent than it let on. So they just kind of let it be in, in their small council meetings. And I, I like I, yeah, I the meteoric did. rise of, of Faithful, the, the, the familiar cat. Faithful the cat. A cat called Faithful, I think, is like the uh, picture book. Uh, adaptation. I mostly liked it, except that there is a there is a crazy person in Portland who walks around with a cat on his shoulder, and it's There's, part of his oh, crazy sure. affect. There's and only so, one. Yeah, <laughs> just the one right now. Uh, but I, yeah. I, so I think like picturing her all of a sudden with a cat on her shoulder, it just makes her seem a lot less credible. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just like that. It's like you go to like for a job interview. Yeah, yeah, right. So there's a lot of reasons why she would be probably the least credible squire if anyone was actually looking for a good squire because she's yeah. like 16 and it's she's claiming that she hasn't hit puberty yet because like her voice hasn't changed or right. anything. It's so yeah. funny. They're always like, "You're so small, Alan," and I'm like, "Cause she's no shit a lady." <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books, movies, and TV and stuff. A lot of other stuff, not just those things. Like, for example, this week, I don't think fits exactly into that category. Each week, we review a topic selected by one of our fabulous sponsors, and we start and end every show with a compliment. It's called The Compliment Sandwich. I'm Alex Falcone, your host on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And joining us, as always, in New York, in Brooklyn, New York, he's at C. Walter Smith. Please welcome back Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, maybe I was born that way, but I don't have to put up with it. You think I'm a boy because I make you think I'm a boy. <laughs> or maybe Wait, it's Maybelline. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. 
It's just a long Maybelline ad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybelline. Look like a boy. <laughs> also joining us uh, in Northern California, it's Mr. Ezra Fox. Um, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not evil. I'm just going to have dolls of everyone in wax and run them underwater. It's cool, guys. <laughs> I hope no one catches no. your secret running water over wax room. <laughs> yeah, that was the issue. It's just like, it's like, wow, the, the the water bills in this castle really high. Yeah. Who's someone's who's showering this? for way too long? <laughs> yeah, this is why there's a drought. Yeah, this is yeah. This was in Tortal was in Northern California, and they just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> it's all Duke I, Dodger's fault. I, I it's weird how like magic. N- normally, you just have to say something or think something. Or have a charm, but for some reason his magic you had to do in miniature for it to happen. Well, he just went through this great like beeswax making course, and he was like, "I should really <laughs> mold my interest. <laughs> I don't have all this great wax." That was when it got really vague. It was like, so you put if you put a person's wax figure, like how much like them does it have to look? Finest quality, they hard. said. The finest quality and some of their real hair. And so you do that, yeah. and then you just put it underwater, and they get a cold and don't come back from it. It's it's very they get a cold forever. And then also, <laughs> also, you put he put a veil over a bunch of other dolls, and so they were just dumber, I guess. Yeah, it was very. They put vague. them in a bag, and then they couldn't, and then they kept forgetting to advance the plot for most of the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there were some problems with uh, what was his name, Roger. Yeah, Roger the evil yeah. wizard. Yeah. It's hard for him to be sound that evil, you know. I know people named Roger. Just yeah, Mister Roger, the evil wizard. Oh yeah, he changes off his 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 work evil vest to his non-work non-evil vest. Right, puts the evil vest over a little beeswax doll of you, and then you can't see. Also joining us today, we have a very holy shit. Wait a minute, before we move on, that Mister Rogers played with kings, also though, right? Ooh, and princes and fools and trains. Uh, and and, and, also, and a right. tree that can and talk? a mailman, right? Yeah, and the post office yeah. and most factories where interesting things were made. Loafers. <laughs> yeah, he played. He, you know, he was he's around a lot. Uh, so, are you done with that discussion of Mr. Rogers? Can we introduce Sarah now? I think so. Let okay, me, good. I'll let you know. Okay, great. And this week we have a very special guest. She's at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter in Chicago, Illinois. Please welcome back Sarah Hathaway. No one will guess my feminine secret unless I go tits out mid duel. <laughs> yeah, that's a. There were two duels in which she went tits out. Two out of two books. Yeah, they're like, what is the what is the definite like? What is a way she has no choice but to admit that she's yeah. a girl? Probably too yeah. much if we go vagina out. Right. So well, okay, okay. Four out of okay. four boobs. Okay. Four right. out of four boobs. All four of her boobs out. You know, Monkey Island has insult duels, and this book series has strip duels. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to rain on your parade because I do like the idea of uh, that being the way she solves problems, and I like her nickname being Squire Tits Out. But <laughs> I thought that maybe I just misunderstood the scene. But I thought her like the she cut her clothes and her course corset fell out, and they saw the corset. I didn't know they actually saw the boobs. No, I thought the corset was what was cut. I just, yeah, there was, it, it was, was but like I thought it was like cut, and then it fell through. Shirt. I thought the everything, fell out everything the was cut, shirt. man. No, they like know. sliced her shirt open because it was bad enough where they called a break in the fight with the evil wizard, so she could go put another shirt on, and her brother could quickly explain the deal. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, it is pretty weird if you're having so a duel funny. to the death between two men, and one of them uh, goes tits out. I mean, that's a real surprise. 
Um, at which Paris, point, at which point, but... the the, uh, the Duke turns into like a, a like a just a pool of like uh, orange Fanta and then like charges her, uh, but she stabs him. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, man, that was so good. It was so good. But it was like she had long hair the entire time because it's this sort of renaissance kingdom, so all the guys had sort of long hair. But it was really funny that no one ever looked at her as feminine until her shirt got cut open mid-fight. Well, except for, was, uh, what was it, Isaac? Uh, there was No one's called okay, Isaac. Okay, there was one guy. <laughs> there was one this? guy who was my favorite guy because he was just like... Yeah, I knew that ages ago. I was wondering when you'd oh, tell me. Uh, Ma- Mayor, oh, it starts with an M. Miles? Miles. Yeah. Oh, Miles, yeah. Miles. Let's see. Yeah. The, the, the smart drunk guy. Starts with an M, but yeah. has an I in it. Drunk I just want to. Yeah. Like an yeah, Isaac. He spells it with a Y in the book. Womp womp. All right, well, <laughs> still. Uh, I, I liked that he was just like, yeah, of course you're a girl. We, we, all, we all knew that. That was the Super only. Dumb. That was the best part. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, and he was quietly progressive. Also, all right, let's so this is episode number 288 and it is not but really should be sponsored by the menswear brand number 288, which is has some great looking shoes in their spring 2015 collection. Wow. Um, huh. yeah. Do you like shoes now, Alex? Or is this Oh, your... I'm so into sneakers. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man, let's talk about sneakers later. Uh, I would love to talk about you, sneakers. You guys you guys get 1 minute right now to talk about sneakers. All right, I just got well, I my problem is I bike and so I ruin shoes, so I need a pair of like bikeable sneakers and then I'm I've started putting shoes that I actually like in my backpack and then changing shoes at location and it's you mean like Mr. Like Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Sort of like Mr. Principal Rogers and Wizard. But it's like the vainest thing that I do and no one is like, "Wow, great shoes down there." Like no one cares about <laughs> I like the down there as the, as the, they need to say that because you could be wearing shoes that are great anywhere. Well, that's true, but like, if you get caught changing shoes from bikeable sneakers, like, it's not like they're clip-ins. I just wear like Chucks to bike in, and then I put on my Pumas when I get there. I just look like such a dork. That's that's kind of cute. I would I would I would not hate that person who if I saw them doing that. Oh, I think everybody would. Also, I did spend uh, almost an hour on a shoelacing website the other day, uh, trying different patterns to make them look better. Because here's what they do with sneakers. Did you? Oh, I'm no, no, I do want to. I'm sorry. I didn't, you guys I don't have mean six to, seconds left. Okay. Uh, here's what they do with sneakers. They on the website they look so great, and then you put them on your feet. Like they don't look as great. Why is it? And it's because on the website they never have laces, and then I have to put these big goofy eyes, you know, like hanging laces. So I was trying to figure out how to lace them to make them look not lame. And that's time. Uh, okay. David Reese on shoelace. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I used our whole minute. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Please Next continue. Time Chris will get a full minute. Wait, it hurts me yeah, way more fine. that you say, of course you did. I you're felt bad, but now I feel real bad. You're the host of the shoe <laughs> casting minute. I mean, like, I, it makes sense yeah. that most of the talking would go to you. Yeah, and now we go to Chris with the weather. It's nice. <laughs> Back to you. It is nice. Are you here? That's weird. <laughs> no, but it's the first nice day in New York in a while. It's nice anyway. here, too. How's it in Chicago? Oh, my gosh. So nice. I ate dinner outside last night. Oh, that is nice. What? Oh, I'm super jealous. Nice. Yeah, it was Dinner 70 degrees yesterday. Yeah, it was 70 ah! degrees yesterday. Everyone went, like, nuts. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> Tits out squires. <laughs> tits out squires all over my neighborhood. Everybody's tits out dueling. You just... All of their cat familiars were yelling to the heavens. <laughs> I... I was so lovely. Uh, all right, so anyway, speaking of things... That would be pretty on the nose. This week, we're talking about the first two books in the Lioness series by Tamara Pierce, spelled wrong. We read Alana, The First Adventure, and In the Hand of the Goddess, which sounds more fun than it is. 
Yeah. And both of these were sponsored by Bridget from Ann Arbor, who said this is a guilty thanks, guilty pleasure for her, for her. Yeah, thanks, Bridget. And she wanted us to do some more stuff designed for 12-year-old girls. She loved these books growing up and said she's way too close to them to properly evaluate them. So she wanted to see if some 30-year-old men and Sarah would, would tell if they held up. <laughs> Yeah. Also, Chris is not there yet. I also read these Almost. when I was 12. So this was like a great blast from the past because this was one of those that like everyone read secretly in our home ec class in seventh grade. And mm. then I forgot about them until the sponsorship happened. And then it was like I had this immediate flood of memories. I well, wow. so so Bridget had said she kind of hoped you'd read them before. So it's so awesome that you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were extremely popular when people of our generation were in like seventh and eighth grade that's interesting because I, I, like. I mean i never heard about them at all yeah me um, and i feel like i was aware of things is a girl well, welcome thing. to was... girl club well yeah, i mean like i was aware of thing. babysitter's club i'm aware of some things mm-hmm. girls i played polly pocket i mean i know girls things you know <laughs> I, see, I see it so good wait, wait no but what she, she was just small right like what what do you do you buy their little like, play move sets her around. you move her around the yeah, play set she and then there's different adventures other ones and so they talk to each other huh and I think one of them I had a boyfriend. Cinderella one, and she just like went to a party a lot. <laughs> it's like it's like any other toy. You just make. I love the story. idea of Cinderella as just a party girl yep. and just like a lush. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just losing. She had a little carriage. She was just like driving that carriage all over her little pocket. That was like a she's, pretty good sized one. I think. She should yeah. have two pairs of shoes, right? Only in Disney did no Uncle come home with one shoe, and it's considered a success. Story. <laughs> she, yeah. the, they all had just a little round base, and then they could only step in the little round areas for them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. But like, there was usually a lot of round areas. <laughs> that was our Polly <laughs> to their credit. <laughs> and that was our Polly Pocket Minute. I'm your host of the Polly Pocket Minute. Uh, Paul without an A, because I'm not a girl. Yeah. Um, Good one. Anyway, Chris, why don't you tell us about this series? Tell us about Alana okay. uh, and her adventures. And please summarize yeah. in the style of, secretly you're a girl the whole time. <laughs> okay. Uh, act like a boy. Act like a boy. Make your voice deep. Kind of break your voice a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but but not too much, because you're small. Just don't go swimming. Do not go That's the swimming. main it's, key it's to concealing swimming. your identity, your gender, is just never yeah. swim. It, did wait? Never swim. Get just a smell. Did here's a here's a question. Did 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 she have to fake masturbate in like a ton? No, they had private rooms. No, I know, but like, but like, like, like people, yeah, but like like people like knock on the door, like Alan, you doing there? It's like, oh, sorry, just just jacking it. One second. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what she said when she was bandaging her her breasts flat to her chest. That like she might have been struggling. Like, Ugh. I don't know as like, if this. Because there are key I mean, years. It, first of all, it was not the, stuff. This wasn't that sex positive, fortunately, but <laughs> I also don't think that if you yelled just jacking it, they would think that was real. That's a bad job of faking it. <laughs> really? Oh, that's definitely a girl in there pretending to be a boy. <laughs> Man, I love Alan. He's just so confident about jacking it. This is why he made friends. Okay, so here's, here's the summary of Alana. Uh, so Alana Travant is uh, a, a daughter of a nobleman off in some far off land called Travant or, or what have you. Well, she has a twin Sorry brother. to stop you already. But, uh, so, oh so it sounded like Trey Bond was kind of a shithole. Is that what it was? Because he was a nobleman, but everybody still treated him like he was a hick. 
Uh, I think it's one of those things where it's like uh, it's a nice place. Like it might be your. Uh, oh, it might be. But is, maybe, Cleveland, is there a slogan? Maybe like Trabond, a nice place. Because you know it's not that great. Then <laughs> yeah, right. If that's the slogan. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it, what if what if it's more like a you know a Pasadena? I like that. So it's like, and then you go to New York, and everyone's like, "Well, you're not from yeah, New York. Right, so right, Alan so. and Pasadena. Got it. Your dad, your dad is yes, Alan and Pasadena. is the Duke of Cleveland. That's not that great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when when you know there's when you're at the royal court and there's kings and right. stuff, Duke of Cleveland only holds some of it. But so Alana, uh, she she has a twin brother, and she's a tomboy. She's kind of rough and tumble. Her brother is a little bit more sickly. a literal tomboy though, because his name's Tom. He's a boy. Oh yeah, her brother Tom. That's a good point. Uh, so uh, it's time for them to go off to boarding school, which is what is done. Girl version of his uh, name. Only boys Tama. are allowed to be to go to Nailed warrior. It. Uh, warrior school and be knights and uh, Tom uh, switches places with his sister so he's going to go become a sorcerer and she gets to go uh, be a knight but she has to pretend her name is Alan. Okay, major concern um, here. They kept talking about switching places. How did no one notice that Tom is not a girl? Oh, they said they faked a letter saying that um, they were twin brothers. Oh. Yeah, twin brothers rather than because nobody outside of Cleveland would have known. Oh, that's fair. Because I, I could yeah, not no tell Facebook. you. I could yeah. not tell you what the Duke of Cleveland's son and daughter are like. Right? I don't know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Or son and son. You don't yeah, know. That's, no true. that's the thing. That's true. So, so she goes. Uh, she goes to warrior school uh, as Alan and learns to be a knight. So she learns to swing a sword and to shoot a bow and and to fight and overcome bullies. And she learns chivalry and and horse riding and and all this. Stuff. Yeah, remember when she vanquishes um, her bully and then just nothing bad ever happens for two books? Yeah, yeah I well, was really expecting in, him in to come town, back. Like. <laughs> She goes to Capital City, and in the palace, you know, she makes friends with the prince, Jonathan. Uh, and she also makes friends with, uh, in the town outside the palace, shady King of Thieves, George. Yeah. And they both kind of are crushing on her before they know she's a girl, but then once they know she's a girl... Um, yeah, that makes it you know, complicated. Really start crushing on her. <laughs> yeah. But so Jonathan... Uh, you know, uh, basically takes her on this big trip because the boss of the castle, uh, Duke George, who's the evil, turns out to be evil wizard. Wait, Roger. Um, but he takes Roger. Them on a, Roger. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Very Duke important. Roger. His name is great. <laughs> they they all have the most boring fucking names. It's so it's like, funny. Yeah. Uh, in John, a, Tom, it's like, Roger. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. sure, Alana? That's not suspicious. Yeah, I mean, Alan. Alan, Alan that's a normal is, name. Yeah. Alan would be a normal name, but Alana, that doesn't exist. So Alan's exist. a little small for, for a guy, um, but he's, you know, just instead of being a girl, they just think he's kind of small. But he's very brave and very plucky, and he's he's tough, and he's wiry. So uh, he goes along with uh, the prince and a bunch of uh, knights-to-be uh, squires on, a, on an adventure to the desert city. And uh, th- there, Jonathan and Alana have to fight off some desert demons yep. or something. Yep. Yeah, and right. Because because she has a magic sword, lightning, and she has a pony na- or a mare named Moonlight, and you know, just uh, she has other named things. Uh, <laughs> they succeed. He's, she's got he a named sword. A girl, and he starts a named yeah, cat. That's how they start crushing on it. And that's the first book. And in the second book, she gets a cat named uh, Faithful. Mm-hmm. Uh, she fights in a honest-to-God battle. Yeah. And uh, she also exposes the evil Roger for the scheming way. After he tries to murder he her a her dozen boobs. times. Yeah. She exposes yeah, yeah, with yeah, her yeah. boobs. And so after well, she passes yeah, yeah. the knight's trial, which she's supposed to do at 18, she does it early. Um, the the knight's trial say, uh, sounds a lot like Insurgent. 
It, yeah, well, it's a lot like Divergent in that you just uh, face your biggest fears. Yeah, and you don't, and but you don't face them. You just have to just you just don't cry while they happen. You yeah, because yeah. you have to stay silent. You just can't yell at it when yeah. a spider touches you. The which main is super gross. Uh, I'm with you, Alana. Which is oh, yeah. which is super messed up because everybody knows spiders are afraid of yelling. Yeah. But also, they kind of like they know her fears, except they don't know the fear of being exposed, which seems like. If you were in, in in Divergent, it would be like the first thing would be like, now I'm exposed as a, a lady. Vagina. Yeah. Yeah, they were just like, yeah. it would just, you would be in a vagina. <laughs> Is that how you get exposed? Pretty sure. In I mean, in, in divergent terms, right? Because everything in divergent is like, here is a fear, but here is it a billion times bigger, and you have to punch it. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's weird that the main qualification of punch a being a knight is well, not punching the vagina. Well, if you were divergent, yeah, maybe divergent. you would get it, Chris. Yeah, what maybe, are you, an erudite? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would be. be what? Well, no, I think he'd make friends with them, right? He'd be helpful, Puff. I would be Amity. I would be out smoking some weed in the Shire and eating apples all day. Yeah. Anyway, so this is her adventure. She, it's basically like Ender's game if Ender had to pretend that he was a girl. Ender the Pretender. I mean, sorry. If, if, Ooh, no, Ender I was going to say Endura, really but Ender the Pretender is so much better. Ender the Pretender. Yeah, and, and not in space, and there's magic. And, you know, it's it's fun. Yeah, I think it is fun. I agree with that. Uh can I so Sarah, most important thing I want to know for you right away is did it hold up for you? Uh yes and no. I mean it was I, I was like, oh, I'm sure this won't hold up because I just like hadn't thought of it, you know? And most young adult stuff, if you go back and read it again, you're like, okay, it's pretty simple because it's not written for an adult right. reader. But this one, I mean, that wasn't the issue. I think it actually had some like pretty thoughtful things to say. I think Alana's a pretty well-rounded, interesting character to hang out with. Yeah. Um, yeah. The part that didn't hold up for me was actually um, the whole, like, discovery of Roger being evil and then taking him down eventually. Because she's like, wow, he's suspicious in the first book, and then nothing happens <laughs> for almost an right. entire other book. And that was the part I was like, everyone is so stupid. Well, and a couple times she was like, they were in a why didn't I do anything about it's it? It's because their <laughs> dolls were in a bag. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, Deus Ex bag. Yeah. But, like, you know. I feel like that was the only part she, that didn't hold up for me. You know, she has some magical gifts which allow her to be immune to some things and to allow her to, to stay hidden. Yeah, she, yeah her, but her claim was like, I'm not going to say anything until I have a lot of solid proof, which is good because people murder people a lot back then for no good reason. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Accu- accusing the king's cousin of being a dick might get you killed. It's tough, though, right? Because there's, no, like, there's no like articles you can sift through, or, like Wikipedia. So like, it's really, I don't know where sources are going to come from. Right. right. You just have to catch that's him in the act. That's the tough thing about it. In person. Although eventually, yeah, her thing was that she finds all these evil things and then he still disputes them. So it's not like, like there's still, the evidence was real bad. It was really, it's really hard to make your case without like photos. Yeah. But eventually they get in a sword fight to follow. To yeah. That's how they decide what is true like is at, uh, by fighting to the death, which is trial by single combat. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, it's just not a fair trial because what if one of you is a better sword fighter, but the other one is honest. Uh, no, like, but, uh, you know, uh, the gods and stuff, they help you out. They'll sort it out. Yeah, the goddess aids you. Yeah. So well, the other thing, I guess, was that this was a little 
bit racist, <laughs> which oh. I definitely picked up on. Are you talking about the desert people? The desert people who are all foreign and interesting Arabian Nights style desert people. Then there's also, they, they weren't so much in this one, but there's like the Eastern mystics. Oh, oh yeah. And there's, new, there's, like, a, there's and stuff. a Chang. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Kung Fu yeah, people. they're kind of like generic Asians. So yeah, that was a little that could be not a little problematic. <laughs> I was surprised at how listenable the whole thing was. I I, I agree. Yeah. The characters were all really interesting and, and delightful. I thought it was a, like the talking cat was really fun, which I would almost always be down for. But this was an especially good talking cat because it was like it had some sass. It was. And she yeah. was super plucky and awesome. I mean, I do have this problem. A lot of these where it's just like the main character is too perfect. And I don't think she had any flaws besides breasts. I think everything else, she was just the perfect squire. Well, she was bad at being a girl, so I can imagine later in the series she might have to be a girl she was, uh, in order she to... She was bad at being a girl, except she put on a dress and was everybody was like, oh my god, so gorgeous, and they all fell in love with her right so away. Hot. What a good wig. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, she was a little bit impulsive, too. She had a temper... Uh, she wasn't. Did that ever get her in really trouble? When did her temp- to be vulnerable? I think that yeah, was an interesting right? flaw. She had to love more. Yeah, which I mean, yeah. it was like I thought that was a really interesting way of like addressing her femininity in the second book. Because when the goddess shows up and is like, "Yo, you need to hook up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the goddess like she comes in, in, in which like she's given a pet kitten from the goddess and told you should learn how to fall in love because getting touched by a guy isn't that bad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like actually, that is the stated goal of the mission. I was like, "Here's a cat." Yeah. I, I kind of go get laid. This is kind of <laughs> go get like, laid. Sarah, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is that's basically what happens during puberty for women, right? That the goddess shows up yes. and says, "Like, hey, here's a cat. Go get laid." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The goddess shows up, um, gives you either a pet or a car. You have to specify which uh-huh. beforehand. <laughs> no, uh, and then you get the instructions to let someone teach you how to be a woman. I am concerned about this setup, Sarah, because it feels like sometimes the more cats you give someone, the less likely they are to get laid. It seems like there might be some countervailing there, forces. No, there's, there. a bell cur- there's a bell curve. It just depends how far up you go on it, I guess, right? Yeah, like so anything like, yeah. over one. <laughs> so half a cat Slightly concerning. No, over one. One cat's great. Oh, okay. Two cats so, is a mild concern. Ha- Three is a major red flag. And four is like yeah. a checkered flag. It's over. Get out of there. Well, it's like a sign function, Please. right? Where like eight is okay and then like 24 is okay. Well, I mean, 24 is you own a, a cat <laughs> zoo and that's a different story. But also you might be a hoarder uh, and that's troublesome. Uh, at some point you're an entre- entrepreneur and like you can just sell those again. Chris, are you going to come out in the yeah. defense of having a ton of cats? Uh, no, I was going to say probably edit this, but everybody wants that pussy. Nobody wants those pussies <laughs> that that one person has. <laughs> I'm glad you gave me the editing cue because that is out yeah. of that's like it's not it's not really on brand for you. No. Yeah. I so I guess what we're doing is we're doing we're playing the game uh, minor concerns. I don't know. I the reason I started <laughs> yeah, this way is because this, this is sometimes where we do our hate segment. But I I genuinely liked it. I had a good time. This is especially with the audiobooks when they're bad. It's so trying because it's like a week of my everything is consumed by. And this was super pleasant. I had no problem throwing it on when I was walking around. I yeah. liked it. And this was actually super yeah. smart because they so apparently uh, according to Wikipedia, which we have now, um, Ooh, yeah, it's a uh, makes it way easier to find out evil princes. Right, so here's some hard evidence, guys. Uh, <laughs> so uh, apparently, uh, the book was originally one volume that was like 732 pages, and they cut out like oh, a bunch boy. of stuff that wasn't appropriate for kids and split into four books. 
and it makes me feel way more accomplished after reading it, which is nice. You read half of uh, edit of the abridged version of an adult book. Yeah, yeah, but I got two books of credit for that. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. So, so if we were doing like the summer book club, we definitely earned that. I actually I am doing a book a week for this year, uh, and so I'm Jesus. crushing it now. Yeah, well, because I got two from I got two uh, two. Uh, what was the thing we read? Um, and Animorphs. So I got two from Animorphs, and I got two oh, from right. this. So like. It's, that's a month full of books right there. So you're doing a book a week all year, but you're including Read It and Weep audiobooks? Hell yeah, I am. I'm, they're I only like, audiobooks. You set, you set modest goals for yourself. Uh, I am lucky to be walking around right now. I, I, so here's my main concern with this whole book, though, as usual with young adult stuff. It, where are the adults? Where are the what adults? Are the okay, all the time. pretty absentee. I don't think we learned... John's parents' names until the second book, which was okay because it was about the kids. Uh, but yeah, Alana's dad was literally an absentee father. Yeah. Which well, you find out later was because he was so in love with their mom, and then when she died, he like basically fell into a super deep depression. People weren't equipped to deal with it. Yeah, uh, I think uh, you're referring to Frank G. Jackson, the current mayor of Cleveland. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I am. Duke of Cleveland, Cleveland. a second ago. Yes. Um, I I am concerned about also just the lack of adults in the castle that are, like, I mean, it's very Harry Potter-like where it's like, it's just the only person in the entire universe who knows that a certain person is evil is a Uh, 14-year-old kid. mm -hmm. Alex, Alex, I have the answer for you. Uh, They're all in the bag. So wasn't she in the bag too? Yeah, but she's really special. (laughs) Yeah, but she ripped through part of that bag during her fear test. Which was a weird metaphysical moment where I was like, ew, did it feel like she just had a cobweb on her face her whole life? Oh, terrible. Oh, oh, yeah, get it no. off. Just so itchy. <laughs> <laughs> I, or be, that would be like, it's like you have a rock in your shoe forever. Uh, just yeah. a little tiny one. Only you're in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um... It's just so funny, that scene. I was like, what in the because I couldn't really remember that part. Yeah. And then she just shows up and she's like, all these dolls, and they're in a bag, which means we couldn't figure out his plan. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's keep the plot moving, guys. All right. Okay. But so, you know what? I don't feel yeah. bad. Now I don't feel like it's a, the Deus Ex Machina anymore because it really was only the, the middle of an adult book. So it was yeah. a reasonable time to introduce that. It, it's right? just, yeah. it only felt that way because of the artificial breaking up of the books. Um, also, good job for on. her making way more money because, like, one super long adult book is not nearly as successful as four little uh, kid books. Uh, hey, yeah. Alex, Deus Ex Coleus. Uh, that's is that where bag. it's like your colon shows up and ruins <laughs> Actually, everything? That's probably, that's probably related, but no, Coleus is Latin for bag. So oh, okay. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, so, I like that. Right? Uh, do you guys have any other minor concerns about, it, about the book? Well, there's you know, one thing... Oh, Chris, here, you have your minute. Oh, thank you, Wes. Uh, my minor concern was actually, I thought she was great. Like we talked about, she's almost too great. But I thought the dudes in her love angle uh, were not nearly as good. So, like, Jonathan mm-hmm. is this prince, but he doesn't have a lot of, like, character to him, and he's just kind of rich and charming. You get to, I don't know, I think you get to ride prince pretty far. Okay, you do, but she King did. of Thieves, King <laughs> of Thieves, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> But King of Thieves just magically had, like, gifts for her, and his mom was the perfect, like, healer and confidant, and I just, like, everything was a little too packed, You don't, you don't think, think rising like, to king in the thief world is good enough? 
Yeah, I... You know, well, if I were Alana, I'd say, but why me? I'd be a little suspicious of the power structure that's letting her advance so far so quickly. Yeah, where is she in the in the thief uh, hierarchy right now? Yeah. Everyone else is in a bag. Yeah, everybody else is <laughs> Just let her sneak in. I, I don't know. I like it. I feel like, because like, the thing about being king of the thieves, that's not like king of Cleveland. You, you weren't born that way. You were Maybellioned into it. You had to work up to being king of the thieves so he's earned that i think it's impressive that's like it's it's a title that you've that one has earned so he he seems rad i don't know i like george and his mom was rad i like meeting people's moms i like when it's like yeah that was yeah. kind of like a fun thing it was I mean, the guys are both really i agree that the guys are definitely way less interesting than which, alana is which I kind is of totally her fair just sort of having her boy toy yeah with like jonathan um jonathan is kind of a little bit milk toast. I think George is pretty fun. Um, it was less... It was interesting reading it now, older, because when I was younger, I remembered being like, oh, Jonathan, totally team Jonathan. But now I'm older, I'm like, no, George is way cooler. Well, but way you, cool. Maybe right. because but he's an adult. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, but you can't, that he's like you, you can't marry the king of thieves over the prince of Earth. Like, yeah, but yeah. he can't marry her because she's not noble enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. Did you guys think it was weird that George was giving beer to a 12-year-old? I did, but that was part yeah, of him so being cool. Yeah, so on a 12-year-old, that was a little weird. Super cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, like, one of the things that I, I have a more major... People lived to, like, guess. 28 back then, so it's not bad to get started early. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but my more major concern here is really just that people are already acting like they're crushing on Alan before they know that he is a she... And well, that's never commented on. There's never any other comment about knights and squires getting together. And right. Yet, yeah. you know, I, I just would have loved to, to have that macro view of the world. But the other thing is that Alana, in living and breathing her every waking moment as a boy for, what, five, six years, still is calling herself Alana, and it's still, like, a very big deal um, that she, like, she just doesn't think of herself as one of the guys, which I think would be impossible to do after... Um, after all that time, I don't know. It'd be impossible did, did to not think, think of yourself as one of the guys. Or yeah, impossible to not. Sorry, impossible to not think of yourself as as one of the guys and just to have I, friends. And I my guess is that chest wrapping was so uncomfortable. You never to- totally forget. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. and this... she was having periods and stuff. But I think one of the best things about the second book is that she has this realization that she wants to be more feminine. I mean, I think the book could have done one of two things. It either could have addressed like gender roles more specifically, which I don't think mm. a young adult book is necessarily equipped to do, no. or it could have had her have the thing where she eventually grows to embrace both her feminine and her masculine sides. And I like yeah. the part in the second book where she goes to George's mom and she's like, hey, I like pretty things. I don't think that's a problem. Can I you s- teach me how yeah, to like, I dress? I still want to stab people to death. I liked yeah. that. Yeah, I liked she, that she wanted came to be to a love... woman warrior. Yeah. She said that a couple warrior times. Warrior She didn't. Yeah. 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 yeah, she didn't want to be a, a man necessarily. That was just like the impetus for her like she wasn't allowed to be a woman oh, I thought all open. of that was super rad I, I enjoyed it and I, I'm glad they didn't make too big of a deal about how weird it was that he was sleeping with his squire and that if they got caught that's why they mm-hmm. like having the door between the rooms made that so much easier because uh, it probably would have been weird for his reputation if he had gotten caught doing that Maybe uh, not. I mean, like, I don't know what. Or maybe like, it's super common then. Maybe it's super. Yeah, it's like, oh, we assume I just, you work. I just don't like the work Ancient power Greece, dynamic. Yeah. I just <laughs> don't think you should be sleeping with your your superior officer. It's so it's bad little, for it's morale. A, it's, a, it's a little weird. Uh, well, no, it's yeah. good for morale for a bit. Yeah, and then way bad in the long run. Like, if they break up, he's still your boss. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. And he's he's still going to be your king. Yes. Yeah, yeah boss like, and super boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but so your so you your ex-boyfriend you like you have to suit him up to go into war? I don't know. That like if he cheats on her and then she's like, "Well, I'm going to put on your armor not as well." I don't know. It feels so it feels so risky. Uh, but also, it's, it's, that's the fun look, part. It, it's not great. Uh, my only question about this is uh, if whether it felt a little dated. Because this was written in the 80s. And basically, if this was written today, would would that be the thing, basically, where it's a, a girl is trying to, to, to act like a boy? Like, are we kind, yeah. of, like, are we kind of over the, that, that gender swapping thing? Is that like more of like a, like a Tootsie kind of thing that like the, those, those paths have already been... I don't know. Actually, that's such a great question. I like. I felt like like in Furious Seven, where they're like, "Surprise! The hacker was a girl." You didn't think that would happen. I was like, "We're totally over that surprise yeah, right? by now." But in this yes. one, it was like, especially because we're still we've read so much young adult fiction. It seems like still pretty surprising that the woman is awesome and the boy characters are vapid. I, that's kind of well, great. It just so doesn't that, happen that, often that enough. That part is surprising. I, yeah. So I think yeah, that, I, I think it's still a lot to I'm... say to us and the sex positivity with her. Is something that we don't, we still don't get that much of. So, it did feel like it was still. It I thought it still still spoke to me as as a thirty year old guy in twenty fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Had a lot to say to me about life and love and honor. No, it was super refreshing. The only part to me that seems almost backwards from a contemporary standpoint. I mean, we talked a little bit about the mild racism, but there's also there's a little bit of like. It's not slut shaming. It's like flirt shaming with like yeah. Delia. We haven't talked about Lady Delia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Figures later in the other books, she gets her little Delia hands into Tom. Mm. Um, oh, but, she does. Uh, How far into she Tom? Does. Both yeah. hands at she the same helps. time. Oh my god! You guys want to hear something amazing yes. about the last book? We got to move on, but I do uh, want to hear it. Yes. So. Delia convinces Tom to bring dead Duke Roger back to life as an evil super sorcerer who starts like trying to mentally control John once he becomes king. Whoa, wow. Guys. I'm kind of glad we stopped with only (laughs) half of this book. Because I I was wondering, like, they only have one character who's like doing anything bad. Like, everyone's related just to Roger. Like, Roger's the only one who's like, if Alex is something bad in the book, then it's because of Roger. If Delia is something bad, it's because of Roger. So, like, once you kill Roger, like, there's no other bad things in this world. Yeah, there were. I but mean, it's still Roger because he like got Delia to do yeah. his bidding so much that she's still like all Rogered up. Yeah, yeah, she's she's risen to power as the new Roger. Yeah, and Roger does <laughs> sound like a stepdad name, so that does seem kind of like Roger. And now, another episode of Crisis in Meatburg, brought to you by our newest meat buddy, Molly Troche. Go to read-meat.com slash meatbuddies to join Molly in the fight to save Meatburg from those who would destroy it. Bad news, old-timey prospector. Our ratings are bad. We're gonna get canceled? Oh, no! Yes. Oh, yes. The number of new meat buddies has gone down, and I think it is because the adventures they get in are too pedestrian. Oh, I have to agree with you on that one. I think maybe it's time to turn up the intensity. Pew, pew. Agreed. Also, I hope a really menacing bad guy shows up. Pew, 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 pew. 
You thought you could defeat Viscount Veggie, but he's called in reinforcements. Oh no, it is some kind of evil witch woman. Well, that's exciting, right? Witches are pretty intense. Pew, pew, pew. That's right. You meat lovers think you're so cool, but I know your weakness. I'm a vegetarian, and you'll never be able to defeat Samantha, the witch woman. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. What? What? What What is it? Samantha witch. Sam, Sam witch. Your name is Samwich. Food puns are what got us into this mess in the first place. No, 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 no. My name is Samantha. I did not say you can shorten it. And I am intense. Pew, pew. pew. (laughs) Boom, boom. Okay, okay. So touchy. She's right, though. A meat eater's worst nightmare is a vegetarian sandwich. All of them are terrible. Fine, if that's how you want to interpret this. But I'll think of it more as me killing you. Watch out, she can control magic lightning. We haven't had to fight any actual powers before. Oh no, Crisis and Meatberg just got so intense. Pew, pew. Choose your champion. Today we fight to the death. Who will battle the sandwich? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Samantha the witch woman. I mean, Samantha, never Sam. I will challenge you. I'm Molly, the newest meat buddy, and I'm ready to kick it up a notch. Kick, punch, punch, kick, punch, kick, punch. But are your very impressive karate skills enough to defeat me? I have a superpower, too. Great. What is it? Heart. Heart? Yeah, heart. What uh, What exactly does that mean to you? I can instill caring in the people about, like, the earth, I think. We are so fucking canceled. No, no, it's a great superpower. Well, I guess I'll be looking for a new job. We'll never get another meat buddy this way. Uh, that's not all. I also have telepathy. Oh, well, that actually sounds useful. How do you use your telepathy? To talk to animals. That could come in handy. Like right now, that squirrel is telling me that it's going to bury some acorns for the winter. Ah, oh, geez, squirrels are dumb. But the cat will help me. Okay, cats are dumb too. He's just thinking he wants to murder the squirrel. This isn't super helpful because animals are dumb. Okay, okay, now we fight! Heart! Uh, you just said heart. That's that's all you do. I'm instilling you with compassion. Yeah, I guess, but also this. <laughs> oh no! The lightning hit me. If I die, at least I'll know that that pigeon is wondering if there's food by the garbage can. God, this is the worst superpower. Oh, dying. Holy shit, she killed her. We just got a new meat buddy and then promptly killed her off. Man, that is intense. I guess, but I am not sure it is really going to be good for business. Well, there's only one way to find out. Go to read-weep.com slash meat buddies to join the crusade. A small monthly donation helps keep the monorail in the water. And your character might just get killed off. Who knows? Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. Now it's time to play top five. Top five. Top, top five. five. Uh, so am on Facebook. Ama, A-M-A, ask her anything. I don't know. Uh, probably not a boy because then she'd be just named Am. Am on Facebook says, give us really quick your top five moments. Someone should have realized she was a girl. Um... Well, whenever someone doesn't, like, bathe for, like, five years, I assume girl. <laughs> yeah, they, they did, when they were, like, doing the flashback of, like, you know, like, the, uh, 
uh, like Kaiser's, the usual suspect style spot. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, uh, the Kaiser Soze moment. They're like, oh, look, all these things make sense. They were, they're doing a flashback, and it was like, she never wanted to swim with us. And I don't know. Maybe you just hate swimming. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't have given it away to me, I don't think. I thought uh, when she went of- body up with the night guy uh, in the duel that he would have felt yeah. something, you know? Mm. You know what I, I mean? I think her size might have been suspicious, because, like... There are also, you know, she also probably had, you know, feminine eyes. I don't know. Well, there, well, there must be yeah, like a, feminine, a feminine face. <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. looked pretty girly all around. Yeah, the girly look might have been a problem. Uh, Sarah, did you have something specific that yeah, you were well, uncomfortable about saying? At the, risk, at the risk of sounding gross. Oh, okay. Um, I'm ready. When she was having her period all over this castle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But she was bleeding monthly. Yeah. I, I mean, it, like, yeah. It, well, the first time it was bad enough to the point where she was like, "I am dying." <laughs> All right. Well, well. So we're, we're obviously we're doing this. So let's have our moment about that. She gets her pregnancy charm. Why can't the pregnancy charm just make it so that doesn't happen? Because you can do right? that with the pill. Yeah, you could basically. You know, it only <laughs> they only developed the birth control pill that gives you four periods a year recently. <laughs> well, uh, no. Apparently, so, they had that when know. they the original pill could have done that, but they set it on a monthly cycle to make the Catholic church like it yeah you, you could I, but I also think, I think the pharmaceutical laws are pretty strict in portal and you guys I, it's not as though the pregnancy charm stops her period what it does is it kills the sperm it's oh a, it's, it's a spermicidal spermicide yeah. there are a lot of ways to stop this because it doesn't change her hormones doesn't change her period it's just oh. it, it it is a it's a defensive charm. or maybe it just oh. it just instills her egg with a sense of self-doubt it's like what is self worth? Like I don't need a sperm. <laughs> I don't need no man. <laughs> I'm gonna go out my own way. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe he just puts all of his sperm in a bag, so it just doesn't know where it's going <laughs> it's anymore. Just a bag. Everything's <laughs> bag. I'm so lost. I'll, I'm just gonna say, guys, this is a gross bag. By the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Katie on Facebook says, "Can we take a second to appreciate that Tamara Pierce is the only author to ever write why a protagonist." who actually date more than one person in their lifetime rather than meeting their soulmate at 16. I am so glad to hear that because at this point in the book, it seemed like she met her soulmate at 16. So Yeah. Yeah, no, she doesn't. They, it's really... What's like, the breakup like? Well, it, the, the thing is, is that it kind of... Well, it happens several times. Like, in the next one, oh. they, like, hook up one night and he proposes to her and she's like... Mm. And yeah. uh, then she has, like, this whole affair with like another guy for a while and she hooks up with while they're together for a while while she's well, with it's just like no one she's never like monogamous with anyone yeah, she, she's she, just like she, sleeps, put, she just yeah, sleeps with different guys yeah she's she's cool like she doesn't say that she is like right she's mm-hmm. never saying like oh you're my one and only and, like she, she's just like yeah we're like doing stuff all right yeah, yeah that's yeah, never she's like, i love you what but i don't we? really want to marry you so yeah, katie yeah. wants us to take a second to appreciate that everybody let's take just one second and appreciate it chris you oh. can get the second <sighs> yes Ah, okay. Okay, great. Uh, number three, Sarah on Facebook says, also, uh, at w- also, I didn't read her other question. Sorry, Sarah. Uh, so, without the also, at what point in training to be a knight would a 10-year-old self, ha- your 10-year-old self, have given up? Immediately. Uh, early. Yeah, way early. It was, well, so I know when I gave up piano, so it was 12, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I would have lost two years. Yeah, so I guess, if, it, if we're judging by my piano, uh, I... Wouldn't have given it up right away, but I definitely wouldn't have practiced being a knight ever. Yeah, well, <laughs> it would I, I be obvious at all of my knight lessons. <laughs> also, my mom in this case was a knight teacher, I guess. Yeah. Oh wow! You disappointed your own mom, I, knight teacher, multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Not just in the piano, piano. world. Yeah. 
I would still be a knight, but only when I go home to visit my parents for Christmas. <laughs> really? You can play knight still? Uh, yeah, I can play knight still. I never stopped playing knight. I continued uh, when I started learning and I took lessons. That's knight great. lessons. Are... All the way until I went to college and then still played then. Oh, own. wait. So does this mean he was going to knight school this whole time? Oh! Good enough. All right. Uh, Nathan asks, as a feminist parent, should I be worried to see these come home from school library in a few years? Where do they fit nope. in the scale of one to ten, where one is the stalkerish bits of Twilight and ten is... Uh, actually, I can't think of anything that's a ten on that scale. This is uh, an eight. Probably like eight it's or eight. nine, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, right, because there's one time when right when George kisses her without consent, and she has like her arm, her hands full, so she can't like readily slap him or like you know punch him in the balls. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, stab him in the, like, in the breastplate. He's like, I can't wait till you grow up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. creepy, but not anti-feminist, particularly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a little questionable, but he doesn't push it further than that. She has to, like, seduce him to get with him by the end of the series. Because he's like, no, you didn't want me. And she's like, dude, I want you. I looked up the name of her other boyfriend, and her other boyfriend is awesomely named Liam the Shang Dragon. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, so he's Asian. Oh. She, yes. no, no, Chris, he's a dragon. No, oh, he's sure. a Shang. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, is the he's Shang middle name and Dragon's the last name? Like, yeah. of the Cleveland you know, Dragons? No, Shang is their, like, race of people. It's like uh, the, it's a, what do they call them, the Bajir? Or the it's not a race of uh, right, dragons? Right. Uh, he's a dragon. I, it would be so dangerous to hook up with a dragon. Uh, definitely definitely no kissing on the mouth. If, what if they were voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh, then I'd try yeah, it. Yeah, but... Their morning breath, man, would be a yeah. occupational hazard. Yeah, no, yeah, from wow. behind only for Bazing. safety. <laughs> uh, and lastly, Bridget. Uh oh, looks like the sponsor's butting in. I like that. Hi, Bridget. Um, on a scale of one to five, ima- well, a lot of scales today. Um, on a scale of one to five, imagine you're a twelve-year-old girl. How excited are you by the sex scenes? Follow up. How awkward do you feel now? Again, super mild. This was definitely unless they, unless they get to unless unless we know the sizes and shapes of more body parts than what we got now. Mm-hmm. I would feel uh, fine. I think. Uh, I, oh, okay. I'd be, yeah, not I'd much phases me anymore. Yeah, I I think I'd be uh, I'd be like I feel mature reading them and be like, yeah, I know what's up. I know so, I understand the things they're probably talking about. Yeah, I have heard of some of these things. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, heard what concept. I will later find to have been misinformation about these things. <laughs> I, I guess I was yeah. so nonplussed by it that I wonder if me as a 12-year-old would have been, like, excited or bored. D- does yeah. does anyone remember or can share what their conception of sex was as like a, at this age? I don't know I, what... I knew what it was. I knew what it was in, in pretty scientific detail. Yes. Uh, and that was, I think, about as far as the extent of it, except for in books sometimes, where they have scenes like this. I think that was about as explicit... As I had read at this point. The part that actually shocked me more wasn't the part where she's actually, like, knocks on the door and is like, let's do this, I'm down to bone. It was the part right before that where Jonathan tries to, like, take her top off in public. Yeah. Right, right. That was the part where I was like, whoa! Yeah. (laughs) I'm not ready for that. (laughs) Whoa, he went zero to touching boobs. I... I mean, twelve was pretty late. I, I mean, I, yeah, that was. Well, then, whatever, whatever. If you guys, whatever, you remember the misconception was. Do you remember what that was? I guess there was a time where I thought you I stuck together that. forever, but it was a worth a risk worth taking. <laughs> that, that's a really oh, that's kind of cute actually, in a weird way. That's kind yeah. of like what happens to the anglerfish, actually. I think. Yeah. yeah, it is. The female absorbs the male into their body, and they are forever, what? forever bound. Yeah, that is yeah. both They're romantic the and the worst truly... thing I've ever heard. 
Yeah, no, I, I was in a play once a couple years ago, and it was like, the whole thing was like, the only monogamous creature is the anglerfish, and I had this whole, like, really pretty beautiful, sad monologue about anglerfish. Wait, lobsters mate for life? Also, I think well, anglerfish... they don't uh, morph. Um, <laughs> anglerfishes absorb more than one dude, if I remember, so they get, like... Bunches of sets of testicles like stuck to them. Well, actually, so well, and fish. Since we're, we're <laughs> the balls, yeah, not just fishy balls. I, I don't know if this was what your question was, Bridget, but we're especially water. we're we're specifically doing the animals that are monogamous or not minute. <laughs> and uh, my contribution are is you that, the host of that did you guys read the? Uh, of course, I am. Did you guys read the uh, the article that came out? Uh, I think last year about how penguins engage in prostitution. Yes. <laughs> It was so yes, and it's amazing. It's amazing because we think of penguins as March of the Penguins, monogamous forever. But it turns out, while the male penguin is off getting food, if there is not enough nesting space, the female penguin will trade like sex for little rocks that she will use to build nests. That's a good trade. I mean, it depends on the value of the rock against the yen. I think, but <laughs> yeah. But how would you feel if like you knew that your mom traded sex for like? siding for your house while dad was away <laughs> i would take good care of that siding <laughs> okay while not dad the quest- was away fishing in the icy cold water yeah. yeah and she well, was your like your mom had a friend who was a contractor yeah, she needed some away. two by fours to I, finish the I frame i assume there's an understanding but it's the other way around right isn't it the males stay with the eggs anyway and the females are out uh well they take fish? turns they like after the okay. i don't remember anyway uh, it's one of a couple of animals we've seen documented uh, engaging in prostitution, in, uh, including some monkeys, where they actually were able to get the monkeys to turn in money to get food, and then they would exchange mu- actual currency for sex. It was, which is like, which is yeah, from the uh, scientific journal of so busy wondering if we could, we didn't bother to figure out if we should, which <laughs> is a fun what read. We taught these monkeys. <laughs> uh. It's a fun read. All right, uh, now it's time for a minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. Uh, Chris, I think that makes you up first. Hell yeah. I'm so glad that I still have this compliment. I've been saving it. Because oh, and book... you've been, we've been playing bingo this whole time. and you've been ho- Or not bingo, uh, 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 Boggle. And you're just hoping none of us That's cross right. it out. That's right. Nobody's been talking about motherfucking Mulan yet. Because this book is Mulan. Yeah! <laughs> Mulan is the best. And she stays true to her heart. And yeah, she, that's when the she learns will to part. be a soldier. <laughs> she, she and then Jonathan, Jonathan makes a man out of her. Right. And, and they brought honor to us all. Yeah, they defeat yeah, the she, Huns. She brought honor to all of Cleveland. It was great. <laughs> Mulan's the best movie. Immediately after following this book, I had a half an hour before the show, so I watched the first half hour of Mulan. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Wait, did you, did you get to uh, make a man out of you? Because that was the best scene. In, like, no, no, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I got Donny to the point. Osmond? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Weirdest yeah. fact ever. D- didn't realize uh, he was a singing voice for a little while. Uh, oh, right. my gosh. So my minor compliment is uh, we talk about how weird the magic is sometimes. I really like small practical magic that was one of my favorite parts of harry potter was when you'd be like there's just a spell for fixing glasses when nerds get punched in the face um <laughs> yeah and in this she does they do a lot of like fire starting and healing small wounds and some and cleaning hand flashlight yeah hand flashlight is such a cool thing although it drains your energy so like you're the battery and you might die from it which is weird it's like when yeah. you use your phone as a flashlight then your phone dra- drains i guess that's true it's, but this is yeah, it's just like that, Chris, except that you might die. It's a it's a high-stakes mag light, and I like that, too. But <laughs> I just love tiny pra- practical magic, and I like... Uh, like it's, like it's all stuff that we don't need magic to accomplish. 
but it just makes our life a little bit better. And that's what I like about technology, you know? So I like imagining we lived in a world of magic where everyone's just inventing spells that are like, now I don't have to climb stairs. You know, now uh, the, it, it doesn't take long to commute home. Just like little tiny things that would make my life so much better if there was magic. That's nice. It does. It's fun. It's nice. What one thing uh, would you want to magic out of your life to make your life a little easier? Oh, I would make it so if something fell on the floor, it would it would like automatically go back to the place where it's supposed to be. Oh, an undropping spell? Yes. Oh, God, that'd be yeah. so good. Whatever Latin no for three-second rule is. <laughs> I would make a spell to clean up all of my dog's hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just Because the vacuum spell is not doing it. <laughs> that actually right? would be a great undropping spell, right? Where just, like, he sheds it, just yeah. like goes back onto him, and like he just, it's with this like, rolling and, dust ball after a while. And the dog doesn't get... It's <laughs> a Katamari ball of dog hair. And he, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he doesn't get that magic is happening, so he's just like shaking, like, what, shake what's going on? Trying to shake it off. I mean, he's already scared of almost everything, so that would yeah. maybe be a really damaging spell to him, ultimately. <laughs> not, a, not only is your vacuum spell probably not working, also now your vacuum smell smells like dog. Mm. Yeah. So many issues. Yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know. I'm workshopping it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, do you have one? I'd be happy. Oh, oh shit. Oh, how sad. <laughs> Wait, so that's that's a minor thing you think you could accomplish without magic then? No, with magic. No, right. no, but like. But you could have accomplished it. You just, it'd be you faster with, with magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And by that, I mean, I, I'd go to the store and get some ice cream. Oh, okay. Mm. So, like, instant oh, That's a great spell. Yeah, yeah that's Summon less about. Ice cream. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the what it's called. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, eat us my feelingness. And uh, yeah. uh, Sarah, that, woof, did no, we do you as? as yeah. Minor compliment. Uh, so so one of, uh, one of the, the older night buddies, uh, uh, Gareth the Younger, is named Gary. Uh, he's got a mustache in the audiobook. It sounds like he has a British accent. And he's just like, <laughs> just, 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 just pleased as punch when he finds out that, uh, that Alana's a girl because he thinks it's delightful. And I just, yeah. I like this as sort of like a, just a, just a kind of a, a foppish friend. You know, oh, I love like, it. He was just like, oh, you're a girl. Ah. It's so great because Jonathan's first reaction is like, oh, you're a girl? Oh, all those feelings I've been feeling for you are now valid. <laughs> like, other people have that too. Whereas Gary's just like, Oh, that's a hilarious joke. I can't believe we get to play a hilarious joke on everybody. I this love that delightful. reaction. And yeah. also, what a hilarious joke that she was a girl the right. whole time. It's true. It is a hilarious Super joke. Super funny. We all laugh very hard. I would have. Yeah. I would laugh. Uh, Sarah, what's your minor compliment? My minor compliment is that Chubby is a great name for a pony. <laughs> <laughs> You just made me laugh so much. I don't know. That, I'm, not, I'm not super into that. Because then you got to be like, I'm going to go. the first half of the book riding a chubby. Uh, yeah, I'm going to grab chubby. my chubby. I hope chubby doesn't. She got to go rub chubby down in his tables. It was very funny. Uh, and I wasn't even thinking of it like a chubby, although I for sure am now. But I just thought it was like a That's good That's the power of this pony. podcast, Sarah, is you the thought old, you were not yeah. thinking about that. We were like, oh, yes, yeah. you are. The old lame yeah. pony's named Chubby. Before she gets her moonlight, she's just stuck on a Chubby. <laughs> she's just stuck on that old fat Chubby. And that is how they chubby do it. If you go tired. riding a horse, they don't give you the good one the first time. They give you the Chubby. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like her family pony that she took with her. Oh, yeah. family Chubby. That's the station family wagon. That's her dad's she Chubby. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nope. I, I mean, no. technically speaking, her dad's Chubby has been depressed for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the official. That's the official chubby of Cleveland. 
All right, you guys, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Bridget from Ann Arbor, we really appreciate it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing about it. I hope this, if you revisit it, since you, I think she said she hadn't read it since she was a kid, uh, go back. I think you will enjoy it. I think it'll hold up some. Some. Definitely not not Yeah, bad. mostly, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And it's I fast think so. also, so like, there's nothing... You can't you can't get angry at a book that's over in five hours. Yeah. On audio a book that's a like, quarter of a book is a great way yeah. to do a book. Uh, and also, thank you so much to Molly for being our new sponsor. Sorry you died in the ad. It was really intense, wasn't it? I maybe you'll come back. I thought it was very exciting. Maybe you won't. Maybe these are these are high stakes for real. Yeah, our, our, what kind of world are we in, man? Is it, is it like a George R. R. Martin kind of world where you're just like even the people you love the most get to die, or especially uh, the people you love the most? <laughs> yeah, or, or maybe it's more of like oh, a that sounds like someone thing. who's been hurt before. Oh yeah, <laughs> only hurt. That's that's what it is to be in that world. Yeah, uh, but maybe or maybe it's like X Men. Maybe we'll be back soon, <laughs> right? <laughs> or maybe it's like Spider Man. Well, you'll be back again in six months, and you'll be younger looking. Yeah, It'd be just a <laughs> yeah. different person. <laughs> <laughs> Although Kurt Wagner hasn't come back in a long ass time, and I miss that blue dude. Mm. Don't we all? I uh, yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you, Molly. We really appreciate it. If you want to become a, uh, if you want to become a meat buddy, go to redistrict.com slash meat buddies. Even just a dollar a month really helps us out and keeps us moving along. Also, uh, we're going to open up sponsorships here real quick, uh, real quick. So maybe in the next few days. So you got to be on the mailing list. That's the only way to find out. Go to redistrict.com uh, and sign up on the mailing list, and you have a chance to pick a sponsor and make us read something from your childhood and check out if it holds up for you. That could be... You could put that job on us. We are your research division. Yeah. Or punish us with something you think will be funny. Don't... Or give us a break. Yeah, or, or mostly... Just, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, just uh, just piss off... What was it, Mike? What was his name last week? Uh, Eric. Just Eric. P- piss off Eric by uh, giving us something fun that he doesn't care about at all. Fast and Furious 6. Fast and Furious 6. Fast and Furious... We already did oh, we did Fast 6. We have to do Fast and Furious 5. Oh yeah, we gotta or go just back Tokyo to Tokyo Drift. I do Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Tokyo Drift is so good. There has never been. My boyfriend and I talked for a long time about how there's never been a more brutal smash cut in a movie than from young Lucas Black to current day Lucas Black. <laughs> Dude has not aged well. <laughs> I know. It was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, also, if you could review us on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you for being here. At see Walter Smith, of course, and at Ezra Fox on third mic. Yeah. Thank you for giving up some of your precious sleep potion for this. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll buy some Facebook credits. So you should, and then it. and thanks for being here as always, Sarah Hathaway at yeah. Sarah Hathaway on Twitter. Yeah, and at thanks for Meridian having me, at IO in Chicago, mm-hmm. improvising away. Yep. not the best team there, right there this year. Not the best team there. No, <laughs> not, the, uh, not the number one team. Appear decided not the best team, uh, but we have a fun time. That's good. I, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and and thanks for being able to like keep up with the YA assignments that you keep getting. I hope this one was more fun for you than some of the other ones have been. Oh no, it was totally fun. It inspired me to go on like a deep Wikipedia dive of other things I read around this time. Give me another. Um, and this was definitely the best of them. Ooh. Oh God, there was this thing of hot nonsense. It might actually be fun for you guys to explore this time. That's called like the Clyde Journals. 
someone、mm. will have heard of this, but it's like incomprehensible, and I can't even explain it. It's a, it has a lot of robotics in it, though, which is scary to me. Huh? I, I like clockwork just, people, not really robotics. You just remind me of the, like my favorite book when I was young, I think, which was、uh, My Father's Dragon. I have no idea if that holds up.、Mm. Oh yeah. There's a lot of them. I read A Wrinkle in Time quite a bit as a kid too, and like all those, yeah, all the yeah, increasingly bizarre sequels. Oh, did、yeah. you guys read the Phantom Tollbooth? Yes, I loved I the Phantom Tollbooth.、So、oh, I、much. loved it. It was so、oh, great. What? They, I got to, no, one of my top five books. There was a, like I was, I was confused. I saw that I didn't like it. I was just like, wow, this seems good, but like, what? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I got it either. But there was a world where people started out the height they're going to be and grew down. Oh, it was so fun! That was cool. Yeah, you. Oh, it's so much. It's almost more fun to read as an adult because all the wordplay makes more sense. Oh, see,、ah. uh, reminiscing, you guys. All right. Well,、uh, if you want to hear more of that, check us out again next week. We'll be back. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Psh.